0: welcome to kingdom insight with dr kazumba charles this program is designed to help you discover treasures and truth from god's word and also give you deeper insights and understanding of the character and nature of god here is your host dr kazumba charles god bless
1: you god bless you dr kazumba charles here uh, on today's program um i want to share with you the word of god we we're going to be looking at uh, a lot of uh, series that are biblical based uh, series that are going to help us understand the word of god you see the bible when you look at it just with one verse you take that one verse and you apply it to your life or to your situation it doesn't make sense most of the times, and most of the people that try to just take one scripture and apply it to their lives, uh, um, they find very difficult uh, 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 to continue to pursue God when things are not going their way. So my goal and my intention for these series on a biblical understanding of the kingdom of God, uh, I'll be teaching in depth of the Bible. So for example, we'll look at uh, the book of Romans. We're going to slice into the book of Romans. We're going to look at why it was written, what was it, the situation on the ground, and why was Paul writing that book. So that uh, when we look at uh, 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 the context and the background of that book, it will be easy for us to understand what the author was trying to communicate. With that scripture or the favorite verse that you use, there is an importance when we study the Word of God in depth, and I want to take you into that deeper understanding of the Word of God. Because uh, when you understand what I'll be sharing in this pro- program and what will be, an, you know, sharing in the other programs that follows, you are going to be ingrained and grounded in the Word of God. You, 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 you're going to be an unshakable and unmovable by life circumstances, especially such as the one that we are facing today. So we're going to be looking at uh, um, um, the book of Romans. We will look at the book of Romans. We're going to look at the context of the book of Romans. And uh, once we're done, I, trust me, I know you're going to be empowered. I know you're going to be empowered by the word of God. So this is an introduction to the book of Romans. And the subtitle, if for those who write these subtitles, is Understanding the Bible in Context. Understanding the Bible in its full context. Now, let's begin here. As we look at the book of uh, Romans, the first thing that we need to look at is the author. Because uh, once we understand who wrote this book, why was he writing this book, what was happening, it gives us the mind uh, uh, of the author and also the situation on the ground uh, uh, to understand what is going on. So the the author of the book of Romans, uh, most Bible scholars, uh, uh, Agree across the board that it was Paul the Apostle. Paul wrote the book of Romans while he was in uh, Corinth and on his way to Jerusalem in in the spring of uh, 57 or 58 AD after the death of Christ to deliver an offering from the Gentile church to poor Jewish Christians. So you can see that in Acts chapter 20 verse 3 also and Romans 15 verse 25 to 29. Let me just take you briefly here, quickly to Romans 15, verse 25 to 29, to understand uh, uh, who, why, you know, who was writing here. Uh, um, uh, it says, uh, But before I came, I come, I must go to Jerusalem to take a gift to the believers there. For you see the believers in uh, Macedonia and uh, 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 Asha, Acha, Asha have eagerly taken up an offering for the poor among believers in Jerusalem. Paul wrote the book of Romans while he was in Corinth and on his way to Jerusalem in the spring on his way to Jerusalem to deliver an offering from the Gentile church to poor Jewish Christians who were struggling at that time as you can see in Romans chapter 15 verse 25 to 29. Now the other question we need to ask as we look at the book of romans is uh what was uh, paul's original audience to whom was he writing to and uh, why was he writing let's look at romans chapter 1 verse 7. it says uh to all who are in rome so paul was writing to all who are in rome and then he continues by adding this loved by god and called as uh, saints That's a powerful word right there, saints, called by God as saints. Why? Sanctified by God. We're going to look at that hopefully in our series here, but let's continue here. It says, uh, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul wrote this letter to the church at Rome. That was his audience. And no one knows when the church at Rome was, uh, was founded. But judging from the epistles, we know for sure that the church seems to have been composed partly of Jews and partly of Gentiles. So that now becomes very important as we look at uh, the book of uh, Romans in the Bible. Paul was dealing with uh, two different cultures. He was dealing with uh, two different uh, you know our uh, 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 cultures here the gentiles as well as uh, the jewish people so it gets interesting it gets interesting so he was trying to help both of them uh, understand the kingdom of god and understand uh, the heart of god and also understand their mandate in their lives So, uh, judging from the quotation in the epistle, the Gentile believers and the Jewish believers both were familiar with the Old Testament scriptures. As we study the book of Romans, it is very important to understand that Apostle Paul is dealing again with both the Jewish believers and the Gentile believers. The Jews become, uh, the, the Jews, sorry, because of unbelief, though God's elect are briefly set aside, not casted away, set aside while God reaches out or deals with the Gentiles. So the unbelief of the Jewish people of that day made them to be set aside a little bit while God now pursued the Gentiles. The Gentiles are grafted into, and you need to understand that word, grafted into the family of God. Because of the Jewish, the Jews of that day's unbelief and a heart of heart. It opened up an opportunity for God now to graft in the Gentiles into the the family of God. If you know uh, about grafting in, it is simply taking a, you know, uh, for an example, you get an orange tree and you want a lemon to come out of an an orange tree, you can actually cut off a piece and then graft into a lemon branch in there or a lemon tree so that it can give it can grow together. But the Gentiles were not the roots of the faith. The Jews were still, the Jewish people of that day were still the foundation of, uh, of, of, of this biblical, uh, uh, uh beginning, uh, uh, as we know it. So now the Gentiles are grafted into the family of God. Let's look at, uh, Romans uh, chapter 11 verse 12, verse 11, chapter 11 here, uh, uh and verses, uh, 17 and, uh, 23. Let's just go quickly, uh, uh, there. This is the Bible study, so bear with me. We're going to go slow so that we understand the Word of God. So here, in verse 17, it says... Um, it says uh, but some of these branches from Abraham's tree some of the people of Israel have been broken off and you gentiles where branches from a wild olive tree have been grafted in so now you also receive the blessings God has promised Abraham and his children sharing in the rich nourishment from the root of God special Olive tree, but you must not brag about being grafted in the in the in, in in to replace the branches that were broken off. You are just a branch and not the root. Pardon me. In the beginning, I said the Jews were the the root here the root itself is god god is the foundation god is the root uh, 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 the root system of our our faith the root system of our belief the root system of our existence so here is saying uh, he's saying to the Gentiles, now you've been grafted in into the family of god into the tree you've been grafted into the tree don't boast that you are it or you are the main foundation here you've just been uh, uh, um, brought in. Uh, uh, you've just been brought in, grafted in as uh, as as a branch. You were you, as a branch. You are just a branch, not the root. And that is a very important topic. Also, as we begin to study the word of God, we are just what branches. He, he is the root. And understand this. Without the root, the branch can never give fruits. Without the roots, the branches can never exist. Actually, after a while, they begin to dry off. So here already, as we're just looking at the introduction and at the background of the book of Romans, we begin to understand that nobody can exist without the root. No fruit or no plant can exist without the root. It needs the root. God is the roots of our faith. God is the roots of our existence. Without God, without God in our lives, we can never exist. And when you begin to understand this, you're going to now begin to pick up as Paul will be sharing about what? About salvation and the righteousness in the scriptures that follows. But before we go, uh, you know, we, we we go ahead of ourselves here. I want us to look at the purpose. What was the purpose of uh, Paul writing the book of Romans? Why was he writing? Let's look at this here. Paul's purpose in writing Romans was to introduce, first of all, himself to the Romans and to give a sample of his message before he arrives in Rome. He expressly wrote that he wanted to impart spiritual strength to the believers at Rome. That is very key. So he was writing this book so that he can impart spiritual strength to the believers at Rome. And we see that already in just the first chapter. Let's just quickly look at Romans chapter 1, Romans chapter 1, verse 11 here. It says this. For I long to visit you so I can bring you some spiritual gift that will help you grow strong in the Lord. When we get together, I want to encourage you in your faith, but I also want to be encouraged by yours. You see the humility of Paul. He doesn't just say, I'm coming to encourage you. He says, you also going to encourage me. Again, it's talking about uh, what we know about the kingdom of God. And the Bible, you know, the Bible talks about what? Iron sharpens another iron. As much as Paul's purpose of writing the book of Romans was to go and... And strengthen these believers, he also wanted them to strengthen uh, uh, him, which is a good point. I also want us uh, to look at uh, Romans uh, 16. Romans 16, we're going to go to many scriptures, uh, bear with me, because we're looking at the Bible, and we need to look at, to look at it very accurately. Look at uh, 25. Romans 25 it says this now all glory to God who is able to make you strong just as my good news says this message about Jesus Christ as revealed his plan for you Gentiles a plan kept secret from the beginning of time but now as the prophets foretold and as the internal God has commanded this message is made known to all Gentiles everywhere so that they too might believe and obey him. All glory to the only wise God through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. So Paul here is outlining the plan of God, the plan of salvation for the Gentiles, the plan of grafting the Gentiles into the family of God. And as he's telling us the purpose of writing we begin to understand already god was in love with the gentiles as well and he's about to do something he's about to extend his salvation to the gentiles to strengthen them for them to know god for them to obey god for them to exist with god for them to make god their foundation the others we look at are the purposes of uh, Paul writing. Uh, the content of his letter shows that the churches experience a tension between believers from different backgrounds. Isn't that always a problem in our world today? We find conflict because we come from different backgrounds. So, Paul is going in to do what to, uh, to, 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 to unite these, uh, these uh, believers, Jews and Gentiles, to unite them to the same root because uh, they have the same root the gentiles may have been just grafted into the family of god but god at the end of the day he he is the root and he he is uh, our our uniting factor with him we are one together it doesn't matter your culture it doesn't matter where you come from doesn't come uh, uh, you know matter your nationality it doesn't matter your educational background it doesn't matter what matters is. He is the root of your life, Jesus Christ or God Himself. Here, Paul wanted them to be united and to avoid dissensions and false teaching that was happening. We can see that on uh, 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 Romans chapter 16, verse 17. Let's just look at that. Romans 16, verse 17 to 18. It says this here. And now I make one more appeal, my dear brothers and sisters, watch out for people who cause divisions and upset people's faith by teaching things contrary to what you have been told. Stay away from them. Isn't that the problem of today? That's why we're doing this teaching. Because when we understand the context of the Bible, when we understand the reason why these things were written, we begin to understand God from a different perspective, a kingdom perspective. He's saying here there are false teachers, and uh, oh my goodness, today we have many of them. We have many of them. We have many of them that prophesy, saying God has prophesied, and actually between. Two 2020 and 2021, or between 2019 to 2021, we have seen many prophets get it wrong. Why? Because they prophesy from their own understanding and not from the understanding of the word of God. So here's what Paul uh, Paul is writing here. He says in 18, such people are not saving Christ our Lord. They are saving their own personal interest. By smooth talk and growing words, they deceive innocent people. Innocent people who don't understand the depth of the word of God can be misled. That's why it is important for us to understand the Bible in its context. It is important for us to understand the word of God. and when we understand Understand the Word of God. No false teacher, no false prophet, no false anything can force you to believe their falsehood. You begin to believe the Word of God. So Paul here, he wanted first to unite these believers and to make them understand you got to stay away from falsehood. You got to stay away from false preachers, from false teachers, from false prophets because they can mislead you. And you know what false teachers and false prophets do? They bring division. They bring division at the depth of it all. So that's why we ought to be wise by running away from these false teachers and uh, starting to study the Word of God in depth. What does the Word of God say? Hey, by the way, you shall know those who are in the kingdom of God by simply looking at their unifying spirit. Are they unifying people or are they dividing people? Anything that comes to divide is of the kingdom of darkness. Anything that comes to divide is of the kingdom of darkness. Now, I'm not saying uh, uh, we can't oppose the enemy because uh, you got to oppose the enemy. But we got to understand, we got to separate sin and evil from people who are being misled by sin. So division has always been the core of the devil. So Paul was dealing with this. Is the content of his letter also reveals his a exposition of what was essential Christianity and what are matters of uh, indifference. Let's look at the occasion because it's important for us to look at the occasion. What was the occasion through which Paul was writing this letter uh, uh, to the church at Roman? Paul had just finished his work in the east and planned to visit Rome on his way to Spain after his first bringing an offering to Jerusalem for the poor Christians there. Since he couldn't go to Rome right away, he sent a letter to prepare the Christians there for his intended visit in connection with the mission to Spain. You can see that in uh, actually uh, uh, Romans uh, chapter 15 verse 23. Let's just look at that. Romans 15, 23 to 28 what does it say it says uh but now i have uh, finished my work in this uh, in this uh, region and after all these long years of waiting I, I i am eager to visit you i'm planning to go to spain And when I do, I will stop off in Rome, and after I have enjoyed your fellowship for a little while, you can provide for my journey. But before I come, I must go to Jerusalem to take a gift to the believers there, for you see the believers in Macedonia, and then he goes on to the scripture that uh, we read before. So, since he could not go to Rome right away, he sent a letter. That was the occasion why he was writing. Now, according to Romans chapter 1 verse 13 to 15, for many years, Paul had wanted to visit Rome to minister there. Let's look at uh, the key verses first. We just looked at the purpose. If you're just joining us, we're looking at the book of Romans. We've looked at uh, who wrote the book of Romans. We've looked at uh, the original audience. To whom did he write this book to? And we've also looked at the purpose of his writing. Why was he was Paul writing? And then we've looked at the occasion or the setting of his writing. And then we also are going now to look at uh, key verses that we know from uh, the book of uh, Romans here are the key verses that we look we're gonna look at romans chapter 1 verse 16 to 17 it says uh, for i am not ashamed of the gospel because it is god's power for salvation to everyone who believes first to the Jew and also to the Greek for in it God's righteousness is revealed from faith to faith just as it is uh, written the righteous will live by faith now we see one of those key vision a uh, key verses in the book of Romans he says uh, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ because it is God's power for salvation Salvation, and you're gonna see salvation go on in depth because it's dealing with a two conflicting cultural backgrounds: the Gentiles and the Jew, and the. Paul is saying, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, the good news of the kingdom, the good news that Jesus preached. I'm not ashamed of this gospel because it is God's power for the salvation of the Jews and the salvation of the Gentiles and the salvation of anybody in the world. And he continuously says, uh, uh, he says, he says, uh, for in it God's righteousness. Remember that word we looked saints. God's righteousness, God's has put as God's righteousness has put us in right standing with Him. You're gonna see all that in the book of Romans. God's righteousness, God's right standing has put us in right standing with Him, uh, 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 and revealed from uh, faith. To faith, from faith to faith, just as it was written, the righteous will live by faith. Now, if you have, oh, you, you've been made right with God, if you've been made right with the root himself, Remember, you have been just grafted into the branch, and there were other branches that had to fall off for you and I to be grafted into the family of God, and He, He's the root. So He says here, the righteous will live by faith, meaning, The righteous, standing in right standing with God, the root system and who is helping us to grow from faith to faith, shall live by faith. It doesn't mean we shall live by what we know, we shall live by what we have, we shall live by what is, what it means is we shall live by the root system himself, God, the foundation, the bedrock of our faith. The God, the foundation of everything we are. And God, our creator. So here, it says that the righteous will live by faith. Right there we begin to understand Christianity is uh, lived by faith and when we say Christianity we're talking about really living in the kingdom of God. When you live in the kingdom of God or you are in the kingdom of God and or you are with the king himself, the king of kings, the king of glory, you are to live by faith. You are to follow by faith. You are to allow him and his power to change you by faith. Romans chapter 5, verse 1. It says, uh, Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Now, we're looking at the key verses in the book of Romans. This one right here, Romans chapter 5, verse 1. It says, uh, Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, What makes us right in God's sight is your faith that is placed in Jesus Christ and the finished work of the cross. So Paul is trying to remind them here, we have been made right with God. He has grafted you into the family of God. He has grafted you into the the, the foundation of, uh, of our existence into into the the tree itself, and he is the root. And he says here, we have been made right in God's sight. You have been made right in God's sight by faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. And then now, look what comes after he has made you right. After he has made us right, after he has made us in right standing with him, it says here we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, the Lord, uh, our Lord Jesus, has done for us. Listen, you can't have peace if you, have been, if you, if, if, if you haven't been forgiven. He is saying, "I have forgiven your sins." I have forgiven and forgotten your sins. I have made you right with me, and what comes now is the peace of mind because you can't serve God without peace. So Paul is trying to help the church at Roman at at Rome to understand this. He wants them to get this Uh, uh, a right standing with God. Now, here, Paul's primarily theme in the letter to the Romans is the basic gospel, God's plan for salvation and righteousness for all humankind, for all people, Jew or Gentile. You see that in Romans chapter 1, verse 16 to 17. And then uh, although justification by faith has been uh, suggested by many Bible scholars as the theme, it would seem that a broader theme of uh, God, God's righteousness, states states, states the message of the book more adequately. God's righteousness is the main theme here. Righteousness from God. You see that in Romans. Let me just look at Romans chapter 1 verse 17. It says this, This good news tells uh, tells us how God makes us right in His sight. This is accomplished from start to the finish by faith. So you are made, I am made right before God by faith in Him. God bless you and uh, may the Lord watch over you. Stand strong knowing that you have been redeemed by the power of the blood of Jesus. God bless you. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for watching Kingdom Insight. Dr. Kazumba Charles has written some powerful and insightful books that will help you discover treasures and truth of God's Word and also give you a deeper understanding of the unchanging character of God. For a love gift of $20, our office will send you one of the following books written by Dr. Kazumba Charles. The Parables of the Kingdom, Revisiting the Foundations, The Weapon of Forgiveness, or Discovering the Power of God in You. Please go to www.kazumbacharles.org to give your love gift. Your love gift will enable Dr. Kazumba Charles to continue to preach the good news of the kingdom. Thank you for your generosity.